0: This episode is brought to you by Super JC Market. Without this, we won't be inebriated with all this lovely liquor, whiskey, and green tea. Alcohol! Yeah! Welcome to another episode of The Last King, I'm Mr. Toffee and I'm with Dr. Shafiq.
1: Are yes. we still using Dr.?
0: Yes, we're still using Dr. because right.
1: you know what, I finally completed my PhD in magic. Alright, awesome. <laughs>
0: we're talking about the card flopping game or we're talking about actual magic. Actual magic, okay.
1: With I and- succubi. I Suck you by. Suck you with. Yeah. Anyway, here I have a, d- a very uh, normal deck of cards. As you can see, there's nothing in- hidden up my sleeves. I know this doesn't really work in a podcast setting. Yeah, in, but a, in an audio medium. Trust us, fans. I'm doing some actual magic here. Yes, yes. Okay, I'll pick this card. Pick a card. Pick and- a card, okay. yes. I'll take this. Okay, using the power of the astral plane, you have the king of diamonds. Naturally, it's a joker card. Do you shuffle these things properly, dude? I didn't say that my PhD was that legit, but <laughs> anyway, no, no, let's not ramble too much on Okay, welcome yeah. to The Last King Podcast. Yeah, uh, we yeah. are back, surviving a little bit from the activities of the past weekend. Let's talk about AFA a little bit, maybe, maybe a small I... introduction.
0: Well, so yeah, I decided to go check it out for a bit um, on Friday, and it's really, really... Pretty packed. Like, you go to the bottom floor, just below where the AFA, AFA, AFA is happening itself. Anime Festival Asia, in case we forget to mention the full title of that show. I think, yes, you need to be a... Uh, you okay. need to set context. Context is very important. Okay, yes. Okay, so, went up there. We see, I saw a lot of boots there. We've got Wargaming actually still pimping out uh, World of Tanks. With anime girls inside as your HUD, as your HUD, as your user interface, as and as your iconic characters. World of
1: Tanks is still a thing. It
0: is a thing, yes. When I was back in Gamespot, it was a thing, and right now, it's still a thing now. It's insane, dude. Has, like, it, it's...
1: has it finally reached its free-to-play status?
0: No, right? It already is a free-to-play game for oh, okay, for man, the man. longest time, together with World of Warships, together with World of Warplanes, and they're all, like, meshed together, you know, like a World at War kind of series thing. I mean, they don't combine together, mm-hmm. per se, but people who play one will actually get a bonus for the other, and so forth and so forth. I mean... It's, if... it's a good symbiosis
1: of things. I would think that if you want to play the World of Tanks, the World of Battleplanes, World of why't do you just play battlefield one Hashtag e I uh, because you have to pay 60 70 80 bucks for that not anymore bro it's on sale <laughs> okay right
0: now but it's... that's that's still paying money for something and a lot of people nowadays they want something free to play especially for the China market especially for the, <laughs> for the Asian market especially
1: for the European market where this game is being played a shitload right mm, i think we should do the eventual like free-to-play episode where yeah. we just review all these games that you all literally can you don't need to pay a single cent for yeah yeah we can do a top free-to-play thing in the future anyway yeah.
0: about anime festival asia we yes. just got a few things here and there are people were selling really kick-ass shirts there were actually some stage shows going on for different artists there was actually a artists? Concert, area. Artists, yeah. <laughs> concert area where they have a lot of uh Guys like uh, Homemade Kazuku and TM Revolution performing. Oh. Unfortunately, we couldn't go in as media. They only let, how do you say, quote-unquote, privileged people go in, as well as people who actually pay tickets for the damn show. So that's the point of this entire podcast. We need to upgrade our status. We need to be No, no, no. To... This is just every media. They have to do... They probably have to ask you way in advance, Listen, or have to be good friends. Mr. Toffee,
1: let me explain one thing to you. We here at The Last King Podcast, we are the premier... Asian, geek, podcast, film, video game, uh, blah, comic books, you know. We need to up the status. We need people out there. You pimp us out, okay? Please do, please Give us the likes, give us the subscriptions, give us the listens, okay? Because we need to go and share this content with you out there, our fans, okay? I'm pretty sure you all want to know what happened behind closed doors over at this Super elitist concert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, okay? totally. I mean, f- how, how much was the ticket just to get in? I think it was about 80 bucks. 80 fucking dollars? Yes. For that amount? Per day, per day. Per day. Forget. For that amount, I could have fucking just crossed the road over to Neon Knights and watched George Clinton and the Parliament Funkadelic and Sigur oh. Neon Knights happening right now. Hashtag Neon Knights. <laughs> You guys, give us money too. Okay, we'll review your shit. We like music. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
0: anyway, it was really cool they brought in these two... Like these old legendary bands slash singers coming down for this. I mean, TM Revolution did sing quite a number of songs from some animes that I've seen, like Roni Kenshin and Oh wow. Yeah. Soul Ah crap. I I wanna say Soul Eater. I think it's probably Soul Eater, yes. Soul Eater? It's the one of the kids
1: who had their uh, weapons? Yeah, yeah, Soul Eater, Soul Eater. Wait, I'm, oh, no, i thinking of Soul River. Oh, no, 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 Soul, that's Soul a, is a of different
0: kind of like Soul Eater. Yo,
1: when are we gonna do the Legacy of Cain retrospective? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. um, we should do that. Dude, one Blood two days. Omen Two was so much fun. Oh, <laughs> but my God. anyway, let's not digress too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. So
0: in, so in other words, this Anime Festival of Asia had also quite a few quirky things happening, especially when they had this guy. Um, Pikotaro coming in This guy um, His full name is Kosaka Mao. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong But yeah, Pikotaro came down That pineapple For those who don't know who the hell is Do you know who that who is? I have no idea what you're talking about So there's this really (laughs) One minute Not even Barely even a minute kind of song If you can call it that Popping up online Like for the past few months Where this guy Dressed up in the most garish of outfits was talking about pens and apples and anyway, combine it together with a a gesture. He makes a pineapple pen thing going on. Like, here's a sample of it. I have a pen. I have an apple. Uh, apple pen. I have a pen. I have pineapple. Uh, pineapple pen. Apple pen. pineapple, apple
1: pen. was that not the most hideous thing you've heard seriously internet you disappoint me okay <gasps> like at least gangnam style was a song at least what did the fox say yeah uh, uh what did the fox say <laughs> god damn you know, i mean like <laughs> that
0: was like a two minute song right how so is at this least... a viral video i don't know but apparently there's a stage show where he's actually popping up to Shake hands and say hi. And as well as the stage area where you got to, you can pose with a pineapple and a pen and that boa on your neck. Oh wow,
1: really? And you know what the worst part is? is the worst I actually pose for it what I know
0: I feel so So dirty Honestly,
1: check out The Last King Instagram where you can get to see this uh, (laughs) you can see Mr. Duffy in all of his shame in his amazing ridiculousness (laughs) no but it's okay you know what yeah we gotta pimp it out we gotta be aware of what's going on I'm very surprised you know I would think of myself as a master of the internet and very aware of uh, the things that is going on maybe you're the master of all things cool that you're just subconsciously avoiding this shit do you know I got banned from 4chan once oh
0: <laughs> that is a badge of honor, yo.
1: That is awesome. For what exactly? I'm I I really can't remember, but I'm just too extreme for them. <laughs> okay. Uh, too metal. I'm <laughs> too metal I'm, to be extreme. I'm too I'm too metal for Fortune.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll bring up one more thing before we wrap up the my anime festival annual festival Asia coverage. Okay. I saw a little bit of a stage show I mean not a stage show more like the booth of mm. NHK's area where oh. they're actually gonna showcase uh, two parts of this anime short called the dragon dentist it's actually hideyaki ano's latest project oh, he did nice. a short movie this year it was called of course dragon the dragon dentist mm. a lot of people liked it although it got a bit weird within like the six seven minute mark so as you can tell from the title it's about this young girl who's trying to train to be a dentist for these huge beasts flying around in myth and all that dragons yeah wow. dragons so she has to clean up the teeth Swing on the rope, Indiana Jones style, you know, like Tarzan trying to cling on to like one of the one one of the teeth bits, you know, like so, just one tooth itself is like probably a giant mountain because you know you can just give the scale of this dragon size itself.
1: So it's kind of like Shadow
0: of the Colossus only with toothpaste. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it actually it actually captures that spirit of like a little little human being trying to climb onto something majestic and huge. Then it got to the batshit crazy parts where she's on the ground, there's a small dragon biting her, and there's mm. a guy with a gun. I'm totally lost because my Japanese isn't that fluent. <laughs> so I'm trying to catch what the hell they're saying. At this like Apparently it's an alternative universe thing going on. Mm. So I'm glad that they're actually expanding this show to a two-parter I, think it's, I believe it's coming out on March in Asia, but I think in Japan, it's going to be a month earlier.
1: Now, how do I get myself a copy of Part 1, actually?
0: Uh, you can find it on online, actually. Mm. A while ago, it was supposed to be on this website to showcase all these anime shorts. Okay. But it got taken down because a, the promotion was gone. Mm. So,
1: some kind soul was kind enough to upload it on YouTube. Oh, well. So, look out for Dragon Dentist Part 1. Yep. Mr. Hideaki, I know? Yep, yep. A, that a, name a, is... a Mr. Shin Godzilla
0: yeah <sighs> so no 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 I mean
1: he shoutouts to our episode okay <laughs> I mean look look.
0: I mean the live action thing we bitched about it already but the animated stuff most of the time it's a ballpark I mean but if, out of the ballpark you know
1: I would still say like okay I mean give props to where props is due this is the man responsible for Neon, ge- uh, neon Genesis yep, yep. Evangelion he is pretty much also responsible was he also involved in Coolie? Uh, Fully, yeah. I want to say yes, but I don't want to clarify.
0: I know Gainax was involved, but mm. I'm not sure whether he was. Ah, uh,
1: still to was me. Or not. Yeah. Still but to it's me. It's a kick-ass show, dude. It's a kick-ass show. Fully, hands down. Still the best anime of It's to be a sequel time. I think it's this year, next year, mm. or the following year. I mean, I'm not really looking forward to it because I have a funny feeling. I mean, despite his amazing output, then he's kind of probably i wouldn't say past his prime but at the same time i think he's entering this weird phase in his life where he's just trying things and he's a little bit out of his element like okay like I mean, he's trying to
0: put too much meaning into the things he's doing when yeah. it, like it should be just regular fluff i mean you don't don't have to be ashamed to make fluff
1: as long as it's entertaining fluff that's I guess a... so, I mean, like, if you're doing something for an audience, especially for an audience of, like, you know, I mean, the, the geek culture, like, the, the stratosphere of the audience when it comes to stuff, like, even Godzilla movies, right? <laughs> we, I mean, the thing is, y- the nerds are the hardest guys to please. We are the most critical and at the same time most passionate about, you know, stuff like this. And in a sense, like, I don't know, man, I mean, Shin Godzilla really left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm kind of looking forward to, like, um, what's the name of the director? Gareth Evans? The one who did the American Godzilla? No, the part two that he's going to do. Is he going to do part two? I, mean, I and, believe that's going to be a part two. And he two. has to knock out Rogue One 2 as well. Yeah, that's Which is him. happening very soon. And the thing is, right, nah, I'm very hyped for that, but at the same time, uh, I don't know. I mean, a Star Wars movie that's out, it's a Star Wars spin-off and it, that has never been done before i mean in the terms of films okay wait no i'm wrong there was the ewok adventures uh spin-offs oh yeah there was the ewoks uh, yeah the journey home
0: was it or something oh. Oh, I only remember the okay. I there remember were that two. There the... were two Ewok movies. I was something about
1: caravans, right? The caravan of courage. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. We oh, we have to do an episode where we review crappy Star Wars spin-offs. Um, I believe we can get that done next week or the following week or so. Probably. I mean, hey guys, you know, let us know if you want us to talk about Star Wars like from the Asian perspective and like let you know how we feel about certain things. Please do, tweet to us. You know, follow us on our soundcloud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at Mr. Toffee with pen, apple, pen, apple, pineapple, pineapple, <laughs> pineapple. Pineapple, pen, pineapple. Fuck. What? I mean, that guy, you okay. know. So,
0: anyway, um, yeah, just to cap it off, Anime Festival Asia, it's the same roundabout thing as it was last year. Mm. I'm feeling, I think both of us feel a bit out of touch with it, but only because these kind of festivals are only catering for the generation for today, mm. for the past two years, for the past year and this year. So, anything that I'm not caught up with, like uh, Soniki no Soma or. Okay, I've only seen Berserk, the latest one release episode like this year. But that's it. That's <laughs> it. Nothing else there interests me at all for because of the generation the generation difference.
1: Do you still feel that? Like maybe like A huge difference, dude, for me. For I
0: mean, everywhere you walk around you'll see people falling in love with the basketball anime. The the new one, I forgot what it's called, but all we got is basically slammed down with prettier men that is a thing
1: Yeah, it's a thing <laughs>
0: it's like they're combining the prints of tennis cast and making slam them play basketball slam dunk with better looking guys better looking people Yeah, who would have thought that that would be a thing okay mm. one piece is still going on Bleach God ended damn. fucking finally and Naruto I mean now they okay. Boruto anyway let me,
1: let me ask you what were your opinions on how Bleach ended a bit disappointed like, huh. or mega disappoint? I'm like I'm like question mark
0: question mark then I
1: realise you know what it could have
0: ended the worst way possible. <laughs> it, okay, I can go on the- Okay, you know what? Fuck it, I'll do it now. Bleach, should have just stopped right after Aizen got imprisoned. Period. <gasps> okay, I know spoilers all that, but- Shots fired. I know, just stop. When it went on to the whole uh, full bring shit, when it went on to the Thousand Year war, Arc War and all that, it just got confusing, it got stale, it got stupid. Like- Ichigo lost his powers, he got new powers, he lost those powers, and he got it again. <laughs> it's like, Tite Kubo, it, you know who the worst villain of Bleach is? Please tell me. The writer himself, Tite oh. Kubo. <laughs> I'm sorry, he is bad at writing this shit. Alright? He, again, the Aranka arc, the Hureka Mundo arc, the fake town arc, that was good shit, although it could have been a bit messy, and Aizen got a bit too powerful for his own good. He was better as a calculative shitbag, So being the all-powerful shitbag. Hmm. that's why he needed Aramkas because he needed muscle if he was his own muscle he wouldn't need those fuckers in the first place right true and it, it ends up killing, killing off okay well incapacitating most of his lieutenants which is like dude you had them in the first place why would you backstab them for no good reason it just it did not gel well with me but again I was glad that it ended and I thought and they continued on and I was like shit pissed off and then when I went back to Bleach again, when they had the Thousand Year Arc War, mm-hmm. where they finally have the Quincy's fighting against oh, yeah, yeah. The, the... What's that? The Soul, Reavers, Soul Reapers. Soul Reapers. The Shinigamis. The Shinigamis. <laughs> it's just... That could have been the next one, not this Fullbringer bullshit. And you know what the worst... Sorry. And the worst part about this is I felt that, you know, um, the Quincy's has this old Archer motif thing going on with uh, Uruhara, his dad, and... I think there were a couple of guys as well. Um, I forgot, but... And then when they introduced the new uh, Quincy armies... With this uh, guy named Yahweh... I might have pronounced the name wrong. They are, like, powers that don't mean mean jack shit. They're just <laughs> taking random German names and putting it in. It's like, dude, have a motif, you know? Like, Arancas are based off Spanish. And they're, like, the reverse Shinigami. That made sense. And they're, like, animalistic... When they become their full forms. Because... Hollows used to be animals and uh, demon-ghost animal thingies, lost souls. And then they became human, and then they have the part of their, you know, their well-being missing. Which is thematic in a sense. When I see this Quincy army, it's like, all bets are off, apparently. (laughs) Wow, I think I went on a rant. Holy shit. But I'm just super pissed that D went a direction, but I'm just happy. It's like, you know, finally... Putting grandma to sleep, you know,
1: after she's been <laughs> raving on so long for the past two years, we we finally the cut off the life support. Yes, gonna kind of pull off the plug, <laughs> you know. Finally, <laughs> at least Naruto made sense
0: with its ending. Like people got shipped to the correct people, and some people died for good reasons. All that it made sense. Mm. Uh, one Piece that's gonna end, but when they find the treasure, I'm sure the guy will end it on the best note possible. I don't think this one will end. I have a. I'll think... give it three years. Three more years. You're gonna call it right here? Yes. Three more years. Three for more one years, piece? they get the treasure, one cast member dies, it's gonna be a meaningful death. Luffy. <laughs> He's a big guy. How, how do you. We... Okay, this is not Dragon Ball Z shit anymore. You you're not allowed to die three times. Yo, we, we also. That
1: once. Maybe we also need to mention the fact that Dragon Ball is a thing again. Yes, yes. I mean, are you following the Dragon Ball series? Well, now? I'm With the playing... Blank Goku and all that. Oh,
0: no, 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 no. But but I'm actually playing the game that uh, Bandai Namco gave us. Oh. We're reviewing all that. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Dragon Ball, Zen... Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball Xenoverse mm. 2. It's actually good!
1: Now, okay, do you need some context? I mean, how big are you in Dragon Ball in the first place? I'm a child of the 80s. I remembered it when it was new. And then came the resurgence, and then came all the remixes like Dragon Ball Kai and all that shit. Okay, okay. And like, a funny thing is, right, if you tell me about things that happened in Dragon Ball, yeah, I remember them. Perfect. <laughs> but you will
0: love this game. Really? Now, this is actually a game where you create your own Dragon Ball character... It, wow. And you actually joined this time police force, created led by Elder Kai, the guy from the Madin Saga Remember, he mm. brought Goku. I'm uh, sorry, Gohan around, and they had to carry a sword and shit. Okay, it was, it was a pretty funny scene. And um, yeah, and also Trunks. Trunks is also the, your boss too. What? Yeah, he's part of the time police. Mm. So it goes around correcting the anomalies of time and all that. But of course, this being a Dragon Ball game, bad shit hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. So apparently, some villains who came back to life, they are wrecking shit. Uh, if I recall, uh, there was a guy. I think his name is uh, Taylor's Tools. uh Taylor's Taurus. <laughs> it's a play on letters, but in Japanese. Because wow. you know Saiyans are Saiyans are named after vegetables. Yep. Yeah. So that Literally, guy. One of them is called Vegeta. Yeah, that guy <laughs> and another Namekian who's evil. They team up with these bunch of new characters who are like time lord people, and they're wrecking shit up in the timeline. So, but so it's up to you to correct that shit. So you actually go to famous fights like uh, Raditz versus Goku and Piccolo. You also got fights against Zarbon, who, the seemingly gay guy, mm. against uh, uh, Gohan and Krillin, everybody's favorite ripping boy in Aye. Dragon Ball, and of course the uh, Vegeta and Zarbon as well. That fight, you know, every fight that's memorable, even with the Go. The, the Ginyu fight? the Ginyu
1: fuckers was it the, even the Frieza fight you know that?
0: yeah yeah the Frieza oh. fight yes yes Frieza fight even Frieza motherfucking Frieza himself wow and the, even the Cell and the Cell game shit. no fight was every fight was you know given its due and about a Ten episodes. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 this one's all done. <laughs> thankfully it's not ten episodes. It's like you can get this fight done within five minutes. Okay. Because every fight goes in fine. Like the fighting system in this game for for here is actually created by Dims, the guys who did Street Fighter Four. Oh, no,
1: really? So it's
0: very flexible, very easy. But it's easy. not two D
1: style, right?
0: Uh, it's all three D. You fly around, uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai style.
1: But I've never played any of the other Dragon Ball games. I mean... Have you played the PS2 Budokai series stuff? Oh, man, maybe back in the day. But I remember it was a bit hard to kind of navigate and, like... It is exactly like that. Except you can home in on
0: people. It's actually made easy... I would say easier. There's still some skill in dodging and shit. But Mm. we're talking more streamlined. Because it's better to have a convenient control system and then make everything, you know, complex from there. You can do blowback attacks. You can do your key attacks. When you're getting hit, you can actually teleport once. But your character but the attacker can always
1: teleport behind you, so they can can counter teleport, you know? Okay, so there is a bit of a meta game involved where you kinda have to kinda predict and or at the same time anticipate certain things from happening. Correct, correct. I mean, but would you think of this as a game that you could play competitively?
0: In fact, you there's actually a one on one fights as well if you go online.
1: You can do that, but not oh, in the wow. <laughs> I'm
0: not sure how competitive it is scene scene wise, mm. but I've had my fair share of fighting in single player because I like want to see how the campaign unfolds, you know, with all these resurrected motherfuckers coming in, you know, it's so cool just to see like, oh, Frieza again, and going to kick his ass somehow. Do you know who I want to play as? Who? Dr. Satan. <laughs> you get to be his toady, actually. You're actually doing quests for him. What? You can join his faction if you want. Mm. Um, Let's see who else. Uh, You can join Frieza's mm. army as well, for some strange reason. Mm. You can even join the men's you know, Gohan's alter ego costume thing party going on. Can I play as Bulma? Uh, no, no, no. You have to, you, you <laughs> have to create your own characters. Oh. So you can be a Fritzaris, you can be a Namekian, you can be a human, you can be a Saiyan. I understand. You can be a Majin as well if so you wanted you, to.
1: So you're literally how you say, inserting yourself into the Dragon Ball lore. Yes, you're creating your fanfic character into the story. Into the main canon. I a lot of things that this could be fun. Like, it like, is super fun, dude. Can I you mean, alter the events of the thing? And how, does it play out story-wise? can,
0: yes. Uh, and then it'll play out in a different way. Uh, different ending, all that. I mean, different uh, outcome and all that. But I'm not sure to what extent, because I'm still, like, maybe three hours in. I don't know how far I can go from there. The fights are pretty cool, and... The most important thing is, yeah, it's just basically fan service all the way through. You're going to notice little touches, the corny humour. It's just fun, especially if you're a big Dragon Ball Z fan. So unfortunately, I can't recommend this to people who are not fans of this, because it's made for them. So. But
1: you have to understand, Dragon Ball Z is the biggest anime in the world. Yeah, you'll be surprised. Everybody a lot of people... knows what's going on. Yeah,
0: and you also have your fair share of haters too. So obviously you can't recommend that to them. Well, yeah. And I can't actually recommend this game to anyone who's played the first game. I've actually checked in my other friends who play this. Mm-hmm. They told me the same thing. This feels like a Madden game because your updates are very minimal, per se. That's why I liked it a lot because I never played the
1: first game. I but see. for the second one... So like more for new to the series kind of guys. Or if you were very curious about the other games, maybe don't even bother starting there. Just Yeah, yeah. if you're to curious, this. just
0: go straight to part two. Don't mm. be turned off by the number two. It's like you're going in... With a clean slate, you're fine. You will get what's going on. Basically, you're just a fanfic character being inserted in, again, the Dragon Ball Z universe. So I'm, and it makes sense because you're making sure the timeline is, you know, fixed so and made proper.
1: Like when I approach something like this, I'm thinking more along the lines of like a WWE 2K kind of game.
0: Yep, that's correct. Mm. That's correct. That's that's a that's a very apt description
1: right there. So it's there. not really Street Fighter or it's not really the Naruto Shippuden games? Uh, No, no, no. The differences seem Storm. very, yeah. very minute at best. Oh.
0: Yeah, but you know, again, if this is your first time entering this, play the shit out of it. You'll, you'll, you'll love it. You'll love the touches and everything. The graphics are simple but also cute, you know. It's all, all cell shaded The fight system is actually pretty solid, you know. Okay. I haven't played too much multiplayer, I mean, I won one or two matches and I lost a couple. It all feels fair, you know, because it's always got the, the, the meta game thing going on. Dimps are known for making really good engines anyway. I mean, I mean yeah, did Street it Rumble Fish and Street Fighter 4, so there you go.
1: But, okay, I need to ask you one thing. Like, okay, How's the combat and the gameplay like? Is it like a... Uh... Like a very straightforward fighting game where you have, like, each button represents a certain move or a action. Um, okay, uh, if you press... is it like a button masher, or... I wish
0: I had a controller here. Let's just pretend my iPhone has a controller. So, okay, these Shout buttons... Out to Apple. Yep. So, <laughs> just imagine my face buttons on the right side, where yeah. my thumb is, just the bottom right of the phone. Yeah. Like a square and your triangle, basically, that's for he- light and heavy attacks, respectively. Okay. Your key attack is circle. And then you hold R2, um, you can access more special moves. So instead of doing like motions, you actually open up R2 and then you will. Up to four special moves can be activated, you know? Ah, okay. It's so, kind of like a Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance set. So a menu controls. fighter, more or yeah. less. Yeah, I mean, the 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 correct menus. And you get to pick what moves you can have anyway. You yeah, set up your right. character in the correct way possible. Oh, so like. It's like you, a loadout or something. Yeah, you, you customize your loadout. So as long as you have enough key, you can pull out that move. Everybody brings the Kamehameha anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to use more of Piccolo's movesets. Okay. evil blast or the um, and all that that's pretty cool but for but again yeah you got R1 to you know uh, home on to people and targets and you can
1: change targets anytime you want and your L2 is to dash you gotta dash in this game 100% yeah I think that's the one thing that I didn't really I mean I'm not saying it's a bad thing but I'm saying like what didn't grab my attention when I played like a, a dragon ball fighting game I mean firstly it, it's not really a fighting game it's more like a strategy kind of like it's it's like it's literally more like chess than street fighter is it's still it still
0: feels like a fight it's still a fighting game per se because it's one-on-one or one against three handicap depending on what there's a proper system in place now i'm not saying it's very detailed i mean i've only been in this for three hours but whatever that's there dims did your homework in making it a dragon ball z game making it accessible and also making sure that there's some ways for exit players to counter-attack other people Okay, but... So there is actually elements of strategy there. It's just that you just don't have inputs. That's all proper hardoken inputs or the controls aren't complex. So no yeah. down for heavy punch. Stuff. No no no. Just mm. basically the press the right button at the right attack
1: at the right time. Kinda like there is strategy in this, definitely. So it makes it a legit fighting game. So it's kind of like Budokan back in the 16-bit era. Uh, or <laughs> Budokan, oh no. I don't, I don't think I played that one that often. What? Though. You never played Budokan? I, I didn't
0: really care for that. that Before Street
1: like... Fighter, that was the shit. <laughs> Actually, no, it was a terrible game. Dude, one of the most clunkiest fighters ever. But hey, I, I played the shit. Yes, I should do an, a whole retrospective review about Budokan. All fighting <laughs> games before Street Fighter 2. Before people figure out how to do fighting games properly. Like, ER yeah. Kung Fu and all yes. that shit. <laughs>
0: yeah, the is liners- great fighting game um again it's actually made for like the mass appeal audience sort of thing so you gotta create your own character in Zermin mm. do all these adventures here and and there. so
1: you mentioned it a lot like tell me about the character creation I mean like what, what do you have a lot of, like, options? or. Uh,
0: yeah, change your hairstyle, change your tone, change your eyebrows, change your voices. Can you gender. even add, the, like, the tail from, like, the If you want one? the tail, go ahead, <laughs> yeah. It's really up to you how you want to customize it, dude. Mm. The, I think I made my character look more Simpsons-like, actually.
1: What? Yeah, I don't know why, because I felt yellow struck out to me but you like start out with like their basic uh, Akira Toriyama like uh, character of course, of templates course. and then you just add on to that yeah exactly that's how it works I'm imagining a whole bunch of unlockables and shit right <laughs> yes. there's probably stuff there that man you know yeah uh, you, you have to like amass gold inside the game just to buy shit you know? I can imagine my character having the master Roshi turtle back and probably Puma's boobs i kind of want the tuto bag (laughs) thing though or maybe piccolo's outfit you know Mm. the
0: the thing that he purposely carries epic shoulder pads epic shoulder pads (laughs) yes i want that i want to play as much of that as possible get enough money and then get that so okay so if i were to give this a rating i guess seven would do seven kamehamehas seven kamehamehas out of 10 masinkus yes yes It's, it's good shit it's good shit it's just that i can't recommend this to anyone who has the first game or just hates Dragon Ball or anime in general I
1: have yet to meet a person who hates Dragon Ball maybe Yu Yu Hakusho fans <laughs> maybe, maybe those guys exist or, or Naruto fans really hardcore nah, Naruto man, fans Naruto fans know better they know where where the legacy comes from okay, I, hope... Hope so, I hope so don't go hating Dude, your family yo. blonde kid with an orange suit come on <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't see that it's an obvious reference <laughs> So, I think we've been rambling enough about Anime Fest Asia and the Dragon Ball Xenoverse game, which Mr. Toffee here has given a very solid B rating. Yeah, B rating, yes. yes. I'm actually very interested to go pick myself up a copy. Where do I find this? Uh, You can find it on
0: PS4, Xbox One, and on the PC. Yes, Mm. on the PC. Namco Bandai has been doing a lot of PC games lately.
1: Might want to check... Check your, you know, Steam reviews before you go right in. Yo, speaking of Steam reviews, I think Steam sale is probably happening as of now. Probably yeah, by the time this it. episode is out, like, probably end of the week. I'll probably pick up a copy of that when it comes up, man. Dude, I still haven't bought GTA yet. Ooh, I'm so embarrassed man. to admit that. Okay, <laughs> you but gotta get least... on that, yo. Yeah, I mean, oh wow, we are... Oh, that's a good half hour here. Yeah, yeah, I think we're
0: just gonna take a short break right now. When we come back, what do you think we're gonna talk about? Final Fantasy spinoffs? Yes More we anime need t- <laughs> If you want to talk about
1: anime You know what We kind of Hinted at this During the Final Fantasy episode Where we wanted to talk about The spin-offs yep. so, I think we gotta hit it We gotta hit that Well since we don't have much Of a movie review section For this episode Let's do Final Fantasy movies After the break Okay see ya Spirits with Death Back. anyway um, <laughs> i
0: i totally forgot about this one game i want to bring up since yes, we're on an anime binge this mm. game is called valhalla so it's spelled v-a-dash-11 hall a lead speak yeah lead speak so it's, it's what the game is called a cyberpunk bartending
1: adventure game yeah i've seen this so game, yeah. all
0: you gotta do is basically be this girl named jill who serves drinks to people now the story the people the patrons you visit so the game is uh set up like a visual novel so you got the screen you got your drinks mixing option Mm -hmm. and you just mix drinks and talk to patrons it's really a point and click adventure that's what you do but but the stories that come in and all that they're actually really cool now let's see what we got okay we've got like talking corgis coming in (laughs) who actually serves as your assistant you've got a boss dana who serves as your bodyguard too as well in a sense who kinda takes care of you. Like you got a poster in your little room that says Best Boss. And I think a lot of people are using that girl, Angel, as like icons in anime forums and whatnot. It okay. looks really cool. Yeah. The style the the, the the graphic style itself is very stylized, like and very anime like.
1: Really, really cool. But I mean, it's like got that very strong pixel art 16
0: bit kind of exactly, vibe. Exactly, yes. Mm. It actually reminded me of a lot of the <clears throat> very special visual novels I used to play back in the day. Shoutouts to Knights of Zentar. Yep. <laughs> uh, shout, out, shout outs to True Love and Gloria. Oh, God. Yes. But this one's very, how to say, I won't say low end, it's more like regressing back to 16 bit stuff. Mm. In a way that is very, very, uh, very. I mean, it's very. PC s- Engine ish like.
1: Is that the word? <sighs> yeah, you can say that. I mean, I will say that. Or MSX, MSX style, MSX style. The, mm, like this game definitely is aiming towards. I mean, I don't think they're using it as like some sort of no- nostalgia bit, but more like an aesthetic. That's yeah, pretty, aesthetic. pretty strong. They want to keep it like that kind of cyberpunk feel, but at the same time keep it retrograde. I mean, like sense. I'm looking at this game. You, I, I got like. Flashbacks to games like like uh, Kojima's like Snatcher and stuff. The oh way the, yes, the way yes. this game looks, you know. There like... is actually a
0: character named Gillian in this game. Mm, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's actually your bartender friend, one of your assistant friends in the bar. So all these characters we meet up. You've got this girl named Say, very innocent girl who happens to be part of an army force, police force called Valkyrie. Mm. You've got a girl named Stella. I think she's got an augmented eye, and she's best friends with Say. And they're kind of, like, you know, very, very close, but not lesbian close. They're just close friends. Not close enough, huh? Yeah, yeah. You see, you've got, like, a bunch of journalists. You even got, like, a Hatsune Miku-like character. And I think you saw me play a bit of the game, like, on my, from a my shoulder. You saw me actually serving
1: drinks to a guy who looks suspiciously like Kaneda. From Akira. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I really do appreciate about this, because, I mean it doesn't come off as too fan survey, but the references, like even the talking Corgis, like they remind me of the Corgi from like, uh, what was that show again? Oh, Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. Okay, the only Corgi anime worth talking about. Exactly, exactly. Okay, probably the only anime worth talking about too. Oh, shout outs <laughs> to Cowboy Bebop. Oh yeah, that's the show. And here. the inevitable live action remake. Let's not talk about that. Okay, good stuff, good stuff. So, Corgi's good. <laughs> um, who else was
0: memorable on my side? Um, I mean like, there was oh even Oh yeah, Oh my god, how can I not forget the prostitute robot Dorothy, she looks like a fifteen-year-old, but she's mentally aged twenty-four. She has actually had gangbangs with Santa Clauses. She, I think, serviced a lot of robots uh, and people. She actually has this policy where, as long as it's forty percent organic, she's gonna screw it. That's the name of my new uh, EDM band: Forty
1: Percent Organic. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> God funny. damn it! Uh, uh, but, but, I mean... but she's funny. She's actually a highlight of the sh- of the of my serving adventures. She's every time she pops up, she's got she's she's a robot, a Lilian that's what they call cyborgs in this world. Okay. Apparently she's programmed to be afraid of dogs. Like they give <laughs> they give like the most random of quirks. And because he had corgis in the bar before yeah, you can see some you know dynamic like that going on and
1: I think we also need to probably mention now who are the developers of this game or who's uh, the D the developer uh, they're like they're this small group called Sukaban Games and where are they from uh, they're from Peru I believe or South, South, South America. America South America yes. okay I mean I'm pretty sure like <clears throat> I mean especially in South America they got a huge anime following over there they do yes. I mean like dude you just go go to any YouTube channel and definitely there's the the, the, the South American dub of like Sensei or even like you know, I mean, dude, there's nothing more hilarious. Well, than I think there's more Saint Seiya stuff I've seen in uh, South America. <laughs> Sailor Moon in South American. Yeah, imagine that. I mean, it, these, but still, um, I don't know. Like, when I look at this game, I mean, it didn't really get my attention at first. And then, like once I saw you play, and once like I, know I put my hands on this game as well, like it was very, mm, I would say, their ability to create a world. You know, like in an environment, an atmosphere, and like to really flesh out like uh, this, like I, I, I'm like I have this vibe that's like something that's set in the far future, something very post-apocalyptic, something very cyberpunk. You know I mean? Like, I got like very heavy, like you know, maybe Pat Labour kind of vibes too. Especially. I'm getting more of a Blade Runner vibe here, but the I thing mean, is, like, even it's... when I mentioned Snatcher, that would yeah. be a very good reference. I yes, guess.
0: yes, exactly. This game, I believe they they are they are actually describing the world. They're giving us a tease of it. Like, I kind of want a sequel to this game where it's like sort of action-y, where at least it takes place outside. But I don't know if we might be getting that, though. But I can tell you the soundtrack is awesome. Okay. Uh, from this guy named Garod. G-A-R-O-A-D. You can
1: probably check it out on Twitter, Road Music. I mean, just look for him. I mean, I think his name is like Michael Kelly or something like that. I believe so, yes, yes.
0: It's really good music. I actually, you can check my Steam, uh, you know, like, how long I played this game. Now, the thing is, I played only a little few hours of it. Most of the time, I'm actually just turning on the jukebox from this in-game. And just <laughs> leaving it on, and then I go to sleep. It's such, I don't know what, what is this about it, but it's just so retrotastic. It's just nice to listen to something that's it's synth that. has got that very
1: strong new retro wave kind of vibe to Neo it. Neo retro, yes, yes. Yeah. I believe it's I a mean, word. if you're a fan of, like, guys like Trues and probably even like maybe like Kavinsky you know I mean this is the kind of music you love yeah this is the stuff that heavy 80s synth like uh, I mean I I fell in love with the music straight away when I listened to it yeah yeah it's just stuff that I just you know
0: I would just have a bottle of whiskey really good whiskey with glass on the rocks
1: sitting down listening to it and then passing out Yeah. I think it was the opening theme or I, I, like one of the songs like, dude, I had some serious Vangelis vibes, man. Yes, Vangelis <laughs> is the proper word. Yes, those guys. those guys, Vangelis <laughs> and
0: 16-bit. Imagine that. that. That's so good. Dude,
1: there's that, a nerd guesser right there. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but, Yeah. bottom line, I, won't, I haven't finished it yet but I can give a huge recommendation to Valhalla simply because mm. it's for people who like cyberpunk and visual novels and yeah. who wants a good story out of, you know, Some hot bartending action. Well, I mean, you don't really see
1: much hot bartending action. But yeah. Unfortunately, no. It's a lost art. But like, like every good visual novel, you know, I mean, it caters to the imagination yeah, and it caters to your own ability to like fall in love with this world and just be a part of it. So yeah, I mean, I would seriously recommend this game too. So like shout outs to the, Su- Sukaban? Is Sukaban, that the Sukaban games. The Sukaban games, guys all the way from Peru. Yeah. You know what? Excellent I'm, work. I'm probably just going to populate every break and every
0: ending for this episode with your music. It's just that good. Shout outs to Michael Kelly yes. at Garoed Music. Yeah, Get it. Get <laughs> it. Yes. So yeah. I'm kind of done with that. So mm-hmm. do you want to head back to what we're supposed to talk about? Like FF, spin-offs, movies? So yes,
1: in our last, uh, wow, epic episode where we kind of managed to go through the entire numbered Final Fantasy Video game releases, boy, that's decades of games. Hey, we deserve, a pat, we deserve
0: a medal for
1: that, honestly, or at least a free Chocobo, right? Yay! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. want a free Chocobo, and, like, and here we are on the cusp of like Final Fantasy fifteen finally coming out. Okay, after much delay, after it... much hype, and like Mister Toffee himself has played like the first like three hours, three, three hours. hours of it, and then like I mean, it looks promising, p- promising, promising. But yeah, you know, I mean, that's how we felt when we played FF thirteen. Looked promising, and then we actually played it. <laughs> so I we're, we're really look forward to our full review of FF15, probably in the next episode or the next few episodes. Because it's going to be a huge game, so I'm going to take my time with it. I'm probably thinking that, you know, um, this one, we're going to have to be a little bit more strict with the review. we got to, like, because we catered to the entire legacy of the series, and because, I mean, just listen back to our last episode, and... We are fans of the genre. We are fans of the series, but we know what we hate about the series, so too. we're extra passionate. And at the same time, we're going to be extra critical about it. So FF fifteen, yes. like you know, I just hope it doesn't disappoint us. I but mean, to be a
0: true fan, you gotta also accept the fact that there's actually some shit in the water, and you gotta point it out. Mm-hmm. That's Man. what makes better games. You want them to be good as a good as a fan. You want to make sure
1: that the games are not shit. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is like. FF the the Final Fantasy series in general, like every numbered game, is a watershed moment. It yeah, yeah. is it this these games defined the genre, defined the technology, defined graphics. Yeah. You know, I mean, something that all you like console or PC nerds always w- ramble on about. But let's talk about the movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> speaking, speaking of, of shit, <laughs> of, <laughs> speaking of really good graphics, but possibly shit, right? You know, I mean, I wanted to talk. Where about should we begin? Honestly, from the beginning. F. Was, F- it, was there even the beginning? Hold on. I, uh, would, I would say, okay, tell you what, I'll talk about my first Final Fantasy spin-off movie uh, experience mm-hmm. way back in the 90s. You know what I'm talking about. I believe I do. Um, it's not Legend of the Crystals, is it? Nope. Okay. It's the Spirits Within. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But, well, but we can talk about Legend of the Crystals. <laughs> uh, no, no. All I can
0: say is uh, there's a gift that's out there where a <laughs> bunch of robots are tickling this one dude. Mm-hmm. that's pretty much what sums up the film it's not good
1: now moving on to Spirits Within so okay our, our number review for uh, Legend of the Crystals uh, zero Choco Buffet zero Phoenix Downs out of ten yeah pretty much avoid at all costs yeah. now let's go to FF The Spirits Within now I remember the hype for this movie I and... remember the Maxim <laughs> pin up actually for this film dude what was that girl's name uh, again? her name was
0: Aki played by Milf um, Ming hmm I like her a lot especially in ages of shields anyway
1: what i remember very fondly about the spirits within was how far cgi had gone and how i kind of fell in love with how realistic and how i okay i also have to preface this this show didn't age well at all okay actually it's not bad when i watch it again visually it's still spectacular and then all of a sudden you remember that it's wrapped around a really boring story. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. It's, it's that
0: graphics don't make it a film, no matter how beautiful it looks. It just actually looks really good.
1: Problem is, I don't think anyone's giving it their all when they did this movie. Yeah, I mean, like, it has a very strong sense of people just phoning it in. Even yeah, the director, yeah. even the pacing, even the editing. I mean, some of the animations do even kind Even James of Wood up. is actually phoning it in. and he Literally, his him. name is James Woods. Yeah. You know, he's being as wooden as possible. Okay, but shout-outs to Steve Buscemi mm-hmm. for actually giving a fuck. <laughs> like, for even for girl, a minor character. And even that girl from Frasier, she
0: was actually a character in the show. Oh, really? Daphne? No no no, the other one, um Fraser's friend in the radio. Oh That woman, that woman, yes. Damn I... Remember Bulldog was hitting on her one time? I remember. That woman, yes. Okay. okay. Something Ross, yeah. She was in that
1: movie.
0: I <laughs> like Baldwin was in the movie, he's a lead hero. Okay. Dude guy. The more
1: promising Baldwin.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not be before um, you know, uh Dirty Rock, right?
1: Yeah, before the bit. inevitable career that he has, right yes. now. <laughs> pretty much, but... pretty much. Now, I will say this. Uh, the spirits within. I remember paying full price for a ticket to go and watch this movie. Not Me too. Be- Me too. Not because yes. I'm a Final Fantasy fanboy. I mean, I, at this point in time, I was like really only into seven, and I played maybe a bit of eight or nine. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was really into like, wow, look at the technology. Look at how realistic this looks. And there were moments in this film when I was just like sitting back and just like you know being really engrossed and like just kind of like uh, immersed in how. Those realistic yeah. I would say how realistic the faces and the, the people look like this and those effects of the spirits that was that was actually really damn cool I mean all this bullshit was probably put together on like After Effects 1 or like a Windows 95 machine yeah. or something back in the day but I wonder <laughs> how big was the server farm back in the uh, day the render farm yeah dude, render farm yes yeah I have no idea but I mean like it's a technical, tech, tech, technological, technological technological advancement <laughs> I mean dude it, it's a pretty pretty movie but, okay, let's just be really honest about it. Okay, sorry to throw you off track, but technological
0: Logical sounds like something Ryu Haribusa would do. Mm. You know, it's a guy, right? Anyway, sorry. For- <laughs> Tecmo Ninja. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, Shout yeah. Shoutouts to, to Dead or Alive series. Yeah. <laughs> spirits Within. What was, I mean, this, do, do you even know what the hell the story was? I was there was a Zeus Cannon. Aki Ross said there's a way to communicate the spirits shit happened, James Wood was involved. Here is the problem with the Single Final Fantasy.
1: semi-died unfortunately, right? Yes, you but know. here's the problem with the Final Fantasy spirits within the movie. Nobody remembered what the fuck it <laughs> exactly, was all about. Exactly, yes. <laughs> it, the was was... <laughs> it was meandering. I only remember the
0: giant cannon. That was shot thing of the sky and the spirits and that's it. That's
1: it. I just I don't remember re- being very underwhelmed with the story and I think it's like the gloss and the finish and like, basically like, you know, the outer shell, yeah, it's pretty. The, the substance, ugh.
0: I guess we're safe to say we give it a two. Phoenix feathers,
1: Phoenix downs out of five, five out of five, or out of ten. Mm, probably we're just making it up as we're going along. Folks. I give it one sit out of twenty. Uh, the whi- <laughs> the whiskeys are the whiskeys are they are proper strong. drunk now. Yes. But I, okay, I would say this. For, I mean, as um, I, I like it, all sits. All I will sit. I mean, I mean, as like something to kind of like showcase like a. Like CGI or like you know effects or what could be possible. I mean this would, this is the kind of thing that would make show like future shows like the Animatrix a thing. Like it all had to start from somewhere, and I would yeah. say like uh, Final Fantasy Spirits Within Ground Zero for kind of like you know like that that hyper realistic. I mean, it barely crosses over the uncanny valley in a lot of moments, but at the same time, some of the effects can be a bit jarring, a little bit. I would say you know like, some of it like looked like it was rendered in quick time or something. That was also <laughs> a, that that was a landmark moment, but that was another landmark moment but not for the
0: best. That oh yes. what we ended. This actually drove SquareSoft to
1: near bankruptcy. Yeah. To the point where they had to merge with Square Enix. Man, this is This the, movie did it. This is the movie. This is the history lesson for all your children out there before Square Enix, Squaresoft used to be its own entity, and then... And it became Square, Squaresoft, you know. Some guy over in the, like, you know, in, in the boardroom decides, we should like branch out into films. Like, that was ever a good to idea. To be fair, this was probably Hironobi Sakaguchi's idea, because he was credited in the front of the movie. You
0: think? It was his idea, yes.
1: But at the same time, I would say more in the sense that he was probably an executive producer. And I mean, he does own the name, or he does own... He was the, He's the father of the name, right now. I mean, he owns the IP. So, like, yeah, yeah I, I would think, like, maybe maybe half the budget was just paying him off to get the license. And don't forget that, um, I think this was a George Lucas syndrome,
0: where basically if you're so big, high up the chain, no one's going to say no to you, despite <laughs> how shitty your ideas
1: are, or how financially bankrupt you can get. Yeah, I mean, especially in the Japanese like business culture, I mean, he was probably surrounded with a whole bunch of yes-men who thought this was a great idea too. Yeah,
0: yeah, but I'm happy that Square Enix pulled through. But you know what? This was probably a dark time for Square. Mm, Speaking definitely. of which... um. Remember a time when uh, Final Fantasy VII started coming back in a, some sort of formal manner? Yeah, to I mean, the point where you got spin-offs of games, and you got Dirt of Severus, you've got fucking handphone mobile games coming
1: out for it? Mm. Enter Advent Children, Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yes. The quintessential cloud strife for all you weeabos yes, out yes. there. <laughs> now,
0: Final Fantasy VII, as I mentioned in the last podcast, was a lovely game. We agreed, wholeheartedly, that it wasn't overhyped, overrated. It was like a great product of its yes, time, and it still has stand a by a strong legacy to it. You know, it created fans. It created its own. It created. It made. It influenced other people to make JRPGs for so crying out loud.
1: I would say like Final Fantasy 7 I mean, not just a watershed, but a cultural milestone. Yeah, yeah. Having said that, Adventurer can go fuck
0: itself. <laughs> Now, okay, you know why I say that? How could you, man? You know why I say that? (laughs) You brought back this entire story of Final Fantasy Advent Children was to bring back a villain these guys killed in the last game. Which basically defeats the purpose of the game from the first place. And you're talking about Sephiroth, huh? Yes. Back, <laughs> these guys uh, basically they're uh, spawns of Genova and some shit. Yeah. They were driving around bikes, they're fighting Cloud. Cloud gets all moopy, he throws his
1: handphone into the water. More moopy than usual. Yeah, more more so he moopy. He threw his motorola yeah, yeah. into the water. Yeah, and then and then
0: there was actually there was a cool scene where all these uh, people were talk the the phone's recordings before the phone goes dead. And then yeah, somehow they fight another Bahamut. The old guard comes in. Sephiroth <laughs> pops up.
1: Because he has
0: to. Yeah, because he has to. It just—it's this it's fan service at its worst. And the—and you know what? People say the movie looks good. Oh, the graphics are good. Fuck you! It does not look good. It's garish. It's dull. It's nothing like the Final Fantasy VII that I played It's a bit all. Washed it's too out dark. Some it's parts. washed out. Yeah. It's just not colorful. Not enjoyable to watch per se. And I watched both versions, the English, uh, what's that, the Japanese, the English. They the both. It, up. it just sounds like, I'm these actors and actresses are phoning it in. Yeah, took up. Although it was nice to see Zack, but no, it's still phoning it in. Mm. And there was one fight I kind of like in the cathedral. Uh, Tifa fighting against that one guy with yeah, the big butter chops. I will give props to that scene. That scene was actually pretty well rendered. Yeah, that's one scene I like. And the music, the the, the re, some of the remixes of the songs, um, like. There was the piano version Of the FS7's battle team When Tifa was fighting Mm. That's awesome There was a really Awesome rendition Of both One Winged Angel And Genova In the penultimate And the ultimate fight scene Those were good That's that's the only good thing I can say about the film. Fuck the rest of the film. Fuck Evan Children. Fuck you, children, for even liking this shit. <laughs> you, 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 you're supporting this bastardization of this original story by you know paying
1: money for this fucking film. Wow, uh, I didn't realize. That wow, you were okay, so invested I mean. in the FF Seven story. Uh,
0: no, I mean, no, it's like I this is the thing. I respect what FF Seven did. Mm. Then to see Evan Children shit all over it because of the. Resurrection of mother or whatever, and several coming back and having the old god coming back, even though they look like they don't feel like it, you know. Yeah, I guess it just feels phoned in. Ah, just I mean, like like the phone that you know uh, cloud through inside the water.
1: It's like done for the sake of doing it. Yes, in a sense, yes. right? Because they, mm.
0: because Square Enix knows that this is a moneymaker right there. FS7 was the moneymaker. That was the one that sold. A million PlayStations and whatnot, right? Yeah, definitely. So Everybody, Everybody had a PlayStation because yeah. of Final Fantasy. So 7. I bet they're so calculated that they're like, okay, this movie, I don't fucking care about the story. You're gonna have clown sight Fighting Side for off fine, that's gonna sell off a bunch of merchandise, CDs
1: and whatnot. I think yeah, that's the main problem with the movie, because they were like Pretty much pinning the hopes and the success of this movie on the fact that they were bringing back these fan favorites, Mm -hmm. and like they were thinking that you know like they could sucker the fans right. Unfortunately, as I said before, the nerds are the hardest people to please because we will pick apart the garbage, like no. The garbage, yes, you're right. The garbage. Okay, I don't hate Final Fantasy Advent Children. But I don't care about it either, mm. and that's that's a very strong statement. Th- statement coming out from me because basically, like FF Seven to me is one of the best games ever made, hands down, all time. It's yeah. like it's in my it's top good, ten. It's good shit. It's good shit. And at the same time, it's like I don't know. I mean, this is probably one of the reasons why I really ignore story in video games nowadays. Because the thing is, that it got so convoluted, it got so predictable, and at the same time, it got so. It's a fucking boring show. <laughs> I, I just couldn't care, you know? He's like, okay, you make Claude mo- Like, Claude was mopey enough. Yeah. Now he's this just- This is like times- This is dude, like squall level of he, mopey. He like, is emo kid times a billion. Like, fuck, cheer the fuck
0: up, you And dumb. that's the fucked up thing. He was actually motivated at the end of LL-97 to take down Sephiroth in the Judgment Hole. Thing, like they know? totally glossed over
1: there and forgot about exactly, that exactly yes you see, the,
0: you see the problem why you see why I hate this fucking film
1: mm. it just it shits on its own it. legacy exactly right? yes okay? basically to me like you know it's the Batman versus Superman of in a, uh, way, in uh, a fantasy way. movie which is
0: why I'm glad that future iterations of Final Fantasy, they actually learn from their past mistakes. Yeah. Um, you check out Slave FF15, and Brotherhood, Final Fantasy 15. Shoutouts to our Metal Gear Suckage episode. Yes. That, <laughs> Full are, review right there. Those are very good ways to do that. Now, you probably... Everyone... I mean, you guys have heard the review I did for Slave. Mm-hmm. Good, good shit, but it's okay only. Brotherhood, on the other hand, it's yes, a five-part the, <laughs> the tie-in. was actually not bad. I liked it because... Mm-hmm. I, I, li- I like how these characters look. Uh, what's that? Uh, the dudes from FF15. The boy uh, band. Yeah, the boy band, yes. Noctis, Prompto, Ignis,
1: Gladio. And Justin. Yeah, Justin <laughs> and Nick. And Nick Lachey and all that. <laughs> and Fitz uh, Kirkpatrick. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm, Steph- I'm so embarrassed I know who Chris
0: Jordan Kirkpatrick is. Joey McIntyre yeah. too.
1: <laughs> That's a totally different band. Yeah, 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 but hey, same. John Knight, Jordan Knight. Okay, okay wait, wait, sorry. Yeah, Jordan no. Knight, Jordan Knight, yes, yes. <laughs> Robbie Williams, too. And, and, Rodan Keating. And Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, we're, we're just
0: hitting all these... Yeah, we're just bringing it all
1: out. Oh, okay. So, anyway, anyway,
0: yeah, yeah. So Brotherhood actually fleshes out fleshes out each of these guys. <laughs> festers out. Yeah, up. yeah. To, yeah, <laughs> to f- helping, you know, like, making more backstory for these guys. And they're actually very er- entertaining. I especially like uh, Prompto's story. Mm-hmm. He used to be a fat kid. Okay. So he got a workout and all that, you know got motivated by the kindness of Noctis back then. Mm. So, in order to live up to that, he thought, oh, I'll just improve myself and, you know... A real I Facebook guess, story, huh? Uh, in a way, in a way, yes, yes, <laughs> I yes. changed my life. You I changed my life. What's you your to? excuse? Yeah. And then he ends up becoming friends of, uh, you know, um, Nick Noctis in the college of sorts. Okay, he don't recognize me Oh, oh, okay, I remember you, your eyes and all that. And, well, I'm a hot yeah. dude now. Yeah. <laughs> Can I join your gang? <laughs> but that's, that's a pretty cool story. Like, he... Because Prompto was a very shy boy at the beginning, but he became outgoing because of like, because he was touched by Noctis's kindness in some sense, mm. uh, inadvertently, you know. So he just got inspired and it just went on from there. Really cool story. I mean, I'm not gonna spoil more than that because these are these episodes are available for free right now. So go check it out on YouTube. Where do I find go it? Check, it's just, on YouTube. Go on YouTube. Look for Brotherhood Final Fantasy XV. Some guys probably got it all collected all together. So you can mm-hmm. watch it as one it, whole movie. Is this gonna be prepackaged
1: in with like the collector's edition of the game? It should
0: be. Yes. This I don't think and so, King's right?
1: Slave. King's Slave too. Yes. King's mm. as well. Yes. Now, okay, I gotta ask you like your formal opinion on this because I've only seen the first two episodes. I mean, it looks okay, and I like the fact that they're trying to do the multi medium uh fleshing out like the expanded universe kind of logic. You know, I mean, something like Final Fantasy deserves it's because each game is its own world, its own story, its yeah, own lore, yeah. but did it feel like padding to you? Not really, no. Because it felt like its own like, uh, oh, I'm gonna flesh out this guy's story. I already
0: know what I'm going into after seeing the title, FF15 at the end. Mm-hmm. And then I just went on to it and it's just well animated and well, well alright. Now compare this with Slave, where the jump cuts to fi- in the fighting scenes can get a little too jarring. Yeah. This one, in Brotherhood, when they were fighting against certain characters and the robots, the Imperial Army robots, it was clean. It was clean. It was just done pretty well.
1: It felt like it was more, uh, I would say, um, edited or prepared. Prepared well. Prepared well. Yeah, okay. I would, I would say. say that. I mean, there was some pre-production gone into, like some extensive pre-production went into this. Yeah. Uh, but, bottom
0: mm. line, good stuff. Good compliment It's meant to be a complementary uh, thing, like a companion, a good thing. Piece. Yeah, a companion piece. Companion piece. This one works out
1: well better because, again, I, I'm not. Comp- I mean, it's a free product for crying out loud. So <laughs> I don't have to pay ten bucks to watch it. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure a good chunk of, like, this Final Fantasy money, or even just the advertising or the PR money went into putting this out. Yeah. And I'm very appreciative of the fact that, you know, Square Enix, Square Soft, what do they call again? Square Enix, I'm sorry. Square Enix, Square Enix. Sorry, proper drunk here at the Last King Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it adds to the hype, and at the same time, it's kind of nice to, like... Uh, Know, be exposed to the lore and the world a bit more and then like maybe uh, hopefully that this will kind of add to the game but at the same time eh, I don't know I I still have not convinced myself to see the other three episodes which is should be in due time anyway
0: yeah yeah they're already out all of them so you can go check it out I give it a good recommendation but only because like hey, a strong it's B no yeah maybe strong, a... B, strong B because mm-hmm. it's out for free
1: you can, you can just watch it anytime you like. Okay, yeah, definitely. The deliverable and the cost <laughs> pending, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, but let's just say one thing. Like, the difference in style, the difference in storytelling, like, even something as far back as uh, Spirits Within, all the way up to now with, like, uh, the Brotherhood story, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you also not realize that, you know, we can't go any more realistic than that. We can't go any more high-tech with the CGI, with the no, visuals. Nope, we cannot. Which is why... So it's all story now. Which is why I'm appreciative of how Slave look. That's a really
0: beautiful film. Mm. And your faces look cool, but they're, you know already, looking at their eyes, looking at the way they A bit of above. Uncanny Valley, yeah? No, no, no. It's stylized. Mm. Uh, it's not as realistic as uh, Spirits Within. Yes. But this one, they know their limits. They know that, yeah, you know what, let's not spend too much money on this shit because that, you know, what happened back in the two thousand. Yeah, definitely. So... Have doing it in a stylized
1: manner works to their advantage. I guess so like yeah, I mean it adds I would say they just got a bit more focused. No less to do Focus is a great word to use. Yeah. Less to do with like trying to Create a certain look or style, but more to like, you know, just tell a good story. Mm, yeah, yeah, I mean, like Case Clive, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's the best film ever, but I, it's, it's uh, you could do worse. So Again, but you could do worse. The fact that Aaron Paul is the lead, I and, mean, we've got worse, a bit jarring actually. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, and speaking of Aaron Paul, do check out this video I did where I basically add the word bitch to every dialogue he <laughs> said. Well, some of it anyway.
1: I don't want to actually do the entire movie yet. I'll post the link, don't okay, worry. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So okay, that pretty much wraps it up. Yeah, I guess for the Final Fantasy spin-off movie, we're not gonna talk about the anime or the other stuff. Um,
0: there is actually well, I kind of wanna talk about FF Unlimited. Yeah, we can do that. I only watched two episodes, and they're actually okay. There's really nothing remarkable about per se, It's like about two kids they're exploring Wonderland and they end up into this fantasy world, a Final Fantasy world, if you will. Mm -hmm. And there are chocobos and evil spirits they have to fight and a bunch of steampunk technology shit they have to come
1: across. What do you think about the look of this? I mean, this is straying a bit away from like that realistic CGI, more towards you know, 2D, Okay, 3D. yeah, it is an animated film, which mm. makes
0: this uh, 3D. Now, keep in mind, this actually was created around the time when Studio Gonzo was
1: the shit, yo. It was the most popular studio at the time. Yes. This was the time when I was still in one academy in Malaysia. The guys doing like Vendred, the guys also who did... Uh... Uh, Last Exile. Mm, Last Exile. Yeah.
0: So it's like, you can see the merging, the marriage of two D and three D together, but it, in retrospect, it does not, it did not look that good, because the three D is, well. is very jarring when you look at it, when you see the two D guys. Together I have with that it.
1: problem with a lot of Japanese uh, movies. Like, even today? Today? I don't know. They're doing pretty well today, to be honest. But compared I to last time. I'm like comparing it to like maybe like the, the Attack on Titan movie, where like the CGI looks really bad in a lot of moments. Again, I mean, my... even Shin Godzilla had some pretty shitty. like. My counterpoint is
0: Berserk. That was actually a good mix of 2D and 3D. Ah, but Berserk is designed to be an animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the Berserk side, I believe um, the flashbacks were 2D. The actual scenes were like 3D rendered mm. in the 2D kind of format. I mean that cel shaded look. Uh, yeah, that cel shaded look. Yes, and it worked out pretty well. Some people may not like it, but I feel that it's actually I think it representation adds to the story. of yeah.
1: It's it represents the story very well. I mean, I'm right? I'm a fan of like the classic Berserk anime and the manga, but it's like you know when the movies came out and like just watching it and seeing what's possible and then like seeing the fluidity of the action and the violence and also like oh the violence oh man (laughs) no kids if you have not seen any good anime just go back and re-watch the classics I mean fuck Berserk you yeah, know?
0: Brazil was the shit, yo. It's,
1: it's still an amazing show, yeah. uh, but I'm okay. happy
0: they're continuing it this year.
1: Dude, know. it took them forever, yo. <laughs> I know, exactly. I've been waiting since the '90s. God damn it! <laughs> but okay, I'll say this. Okay, maybe FF Unlimited. I mean, probably the not Okay, one... I can't give it a good. I can't
0: give it a review per se. But I say it's a harmless diversion. You again, it does not use the FF name that well yet. But because I've seen a fight against a giant mushroom in CG, <laughs> and I saw a chocobo at the start, but that's it. There's really not much for me to say, except
1: it's a product of its time. It's, it's harmless fluff. Like a proper spin-off that just spins off with no actual intention. Nah, no, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So, okay, I would say, out of all the output, all the spin-off films, which is your favourite?
0: I guess it's the last two
1: really yeah you like Brotherhood or Kingsgleeve more Uh,
0: probably still Brotherhood
1: cause it's because a you didn't book. pay for it huh? <laughs> yeah, to, to. <laughs> that works that helps that helps oh well I'm just gonna cause a little bit of controversy here and I'll still say Spirits Within yeah for what it's worth you know I mean it's it's, a, it's like a it's like a so bad it's good kind of film right kind of I mean it's like one of the first DVDs I bought when I got a PS2 mm. <laughs> so hey there you go it's like it was the kind of thing you would show your friends like, look at how realistic that is yeah. <laughs> and people like wow yeah that fucking Zeus Cannon that was the shit yo. you know I need to find myself a Blu-ray copy like a 1080p version of this and see if it holds up that way (laughs) but still okay I mean I think we pretty much covered all the spin-off movies and, like, uh, the the, the, le- the passive entertainment. Yeah, yeah. First, yeah the less interactive. The, the Final Fantasy episode, for reals. I don't know. I mean, we can still do the spin-off games, but... Uh, that's probably another time, like... In another you know year, what? I'm going to but... save that for Season 2. We might be running out of material very, yes, very soon. Yes. <laughs> good idea, good idea. Yes. <laughs> With all the shit that we've been promising and trying to put together... I mean, come on, guys. You know, we have full-time jobs here. And most of the time, I mean, like... You know, putting a podcast together. It takes a lot of work. Yeah, it takes a lot of work, you know. But still, that yeah, we are looking forward to every week giving you all this amazing Last King goodness with our content, with our ramble framble <laughs> bramble Ramble-bramble, yes. Yes, there you go. A can of uh, ramble. Proper mm. p- proper drunk here at the last king studios. Yes. So okay. I think I'm already half down to the McDonald's Thank god okay. Thank you, JC Supermarket. Shoutouts to Whiskey. Mm. <laughs> so I think we can conclude it here. Yes, totally. This has been your host, Mr. Taffy. And I'm still Dr. Chocobo. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go for Chocobo now? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> I don't know, I don't. Let's go for Dr. Shafiq. Uh, no, okay. Signing out.